0: Coming up, the dramatic season finale of conspiracy commentaries. Will Mike succumb to the technical difficulties that have plagued him all year? In what direction will Mike's hair stand in the final episode? Will anybody listen other than his mother? So I can reveal right away I'm wearing a hat, so hair's all contained. This is the last episode of the first chapter, which means this is the 34th video that I have done in sections on The Divine Conspiracy, which adds up to about five hours of video. And then if you add the three conversations that we've already done with special guests, plus a new conversation that's coming up again, uh, let's see, next week with a guest who I will I will name, there's a an airplane playing here. Yeah, I'll just wait a second. Yeah, just give it a second. At the end of the video I will let you know who this special guest is as well as give you a preview as to what's coming after season one of Conspiracy Commentaries. So I'm here at Visa, which is a special place because for two weeks of the year it's where they hold Oktoberfest in Munich but for the other 50 weeks of the year it's just a place by my house that's kind of like a bunch of grass sort of and then basically a big parking lot where I come and it's a place where I can call on Jesus and say whatever I want and ask for what I need. What's important about it for me is that it's near. It doesn't take me very much effort to get here. Welcome to the Sanctus Forum. I am Michael Stewart-Rob, better known as Mike, and I'm gonna try to keep the sun on my face so you can actually see my eyes. Uh, this is Conspiracy Commentaries. We're outside, and we're talking about the divine conspiracy section by section. You should already know that by now, and we are in a section here, very last one in chapter one called Two Who Called. I'm trying to find it here, but the wind is blowing. Uh, Yeah, what Dallas is getting at here is he just wants to give some examples of people who have just called out and received some connection to Jesus, and what he's trying to do is just emphasize the nearness of Jesus and the nearness of His kingdom to everybody. Now, uh, this first person here, Gary Smith, was actually, I guess you could say, Dallas's pastor for a while. Uh, they, had, he and his family attended a Presbyterian church in the late 70s, and Gary Smith was the was the pastor there. Um, he's also somebody that uh, Jane, that is Dallas Willard's wife, worked with closely at a certain time, and uh, you can read his story here. But what's what Dallas wants to emphasize there is kind of interesting. He says, he, that is Jesus, currently hears those who cry out for him even more effectively than he did in the days of his flesh. That's a little quote from Acts. Just refers to when Jesus was kind of walking on the earth as we do. But that emphasis on being able to be more effectively in contact with people is something that Dallas really wants to to point out to us that I think a lot of us think, well, if only we could walk up to Jesus and ask him our questions or ask him to help us with something. If we could go hear him speak, if we could be his disciple like those first disciples, if we could call him on his phone, and then, then we really could have a serious relationship with him. And what Dallas wants to say is, actually, no, um, the way that Jesus is now is way better for us. Jesus is accessible to people all over the world. And if you just think about how many people might be praying right now to Jesus and trying to talk with him, You'll come up with a pretty big number and you see that wasn't possible when Jesus was just walking on the earth as we do um, My phone which I don't I don't have just would never be able to receive that many calls But Jesus actually can do that The other thing that He wants to emphasize here with this nearness um, And this comes out in the story about David Cho is that anybody can call upon jesus wherever they are so you don't have to be a jew you don't have to be a christian you don't have to have gone to church for the past three months in order to reach out to jesus you can do it no matter who you are no matter where you are and that is a big difference the other thing that stands out in this last section is this sentence here i don't think i've ever noticed it before um, a true ecology of human existence that that is what is another airplane The reason why I don't do this very often. You think it might be a little bit boring for me to sit in that studio all the time, but there are no airplanes in my little orange office. It's probably the same one. They're just circling, watching for me. I don't know. So this sentence, a true ecology of human existence. I think this is something that we are really searching for. How to really live well in this universe and live well in this environment, wherever wherever we happen to be in it. And there are psychologists out there who will wanna help you with that. There are people who are invested in spirituality or some sort of religion which wanna help you with that. There are um, finance experts and business gurus who will help you with that. There are people who know a lot about fitness and about Physical health, and they want to help you have an existence in this universe, a true ecology of human existence. But what Dallas is saying is that the main step to a true ecology of human existence is to recognize that this place where we are here in strange fields that are also kind of parking lots is our Father's home. This is where Jesus and His Father have their dwelling place, and being a part of that is what really is going, or recognizing that you are a part of that, is really what's going to help you come to a true ecology of human existence. This was the season finale, and uh, the special guest next week will be Jane Willard, who is Dallas Willard's widow, and she will help us think about these last pages of The Divine Conspiracy. Now, from here on out, I would like to concentrate on some other videos. If you dig into the deep recesses of the Sanctus Forum, you'll find that I don't just talk about Dallas Willard. I like to talk about books in everyday spirituality in a Pensei series that I was doing last year. And then there's a series on life books where we're talking about just classic books in Western spirituality and just trying to help people read them. Here's a fire engine going by. My goodness. Uh. You know, I also want to say thank you to all of you who uh, support the Sanctus Forum in various ways, especially by praying for what we do. And the best way to do that is to sign up for our almost monthly newsletter at sanctus.institute. But there are people who also give. They give monthly. They give one-time donations and i don't try to make this channel a big sort of like give to us thing but we do depend on money like that so if this is a time for you to think about clicking on that paypal link which i try to include in videos or digging deeper and finding the nonprofit organizations that we work with if you're interested in a tax deductible receipt you can get one of those but thank you for those who are already doing that and perhaps there are more people out there who Um, Are ready for that sort of thing Well, I will see you in the next chapter That maybe I could end these videos like that. I've never really had a great ending and I could see like See you in the next chapter and then I could like shut off the video or Walk away. Yeah. See you in the next chapter then I